0: What's up everybody and welcome back, welcome back to the first time ever award show. It's a hood movie awards show. Like, subscribe. Today we're counting down the top 10 comic relief type characters in your favorite hood movies. That's right, all your lovable crackheads and whatnot coming through with some comedy, relieving the tension, hood movies. Just one rule though before we start. I'm only doing non-comedy hood movies. So, no Izell, unfortunately. No Friday characters, no house party characters, etc. I don't think they count as comic relief since most of the characters are meant to be funny in a comedy. They'll get their own awards at some point. For now, let's just get right to the list. Sponsored by HelloFresh. Let's do it. We talk about This guy used to really annoy me, but. After watching the movie a few times, it's still the same. However, he is the quintessential comedy side character. When you think about it, he's super animated. He's got like a funny voice. He's stupid or whatever. He's not as funny as they probably thought he was when they made this. He's more annoying than anything, but that's kind of funny in itself. He's so annoying that it's kind of funny. Hey, right, right. let's swing back and play that poop butt again. Loco is one of the OGs of Hoover Deuce, it's the fake gang of the movie. He's addicted to PCP and that makes him hilarious or something. He's always willing to share it with his homies also. Which is nice, I guess. You want hit it man, you get that shit off me. He's one of Bobby Johnson's childhood friends. But as we find out later in the movie, his loyalty lies more with the gang than with Bobby Johnson. We see it when they all get locked up for killing some nigga named Genie Lamp. That's a sus-ass name, I can't lie. How the fuck would you ever get that nickname? Who would call somebody that? You don't fuck with me. You don't fuck with Genie Lamp. While they're in prison, Bobby Johnson's son gets shot, and that makes him rethink his life choices. Apparently that's against the rules or something, cause this nigga gets kicked out of the gang immediately by some rando. Not only does Loco turn his back when that happens, he's low-key the reason they all got locked up in the first place. You bad boys kill anybody? Yeah, down for that 187, baby. How you try to look for the kitty cat? <laughs> cause I got the rock. So yeah, this nigga sucks, bro. But he is the perfect mix of longtime homeboy and funny local crackhead. His life turns out pretty tragic also. That's not funny. But it's pretty common for these types of characters, at least in hood movies. It makes sense. The filmmaker want to make you sad, so they hurt the funny nigga or whatever. Look at him. He all fucked up now. He and Bobby Johnson make up by the end of the movie too, so that is a nice moment. And as much as I hate this nigga, I think he was sort of a blueprint for a lot of hood movie side characters. Characters like Smokey and OG Loke, I think took some inspiration from Loco in a way. So shout out to him for that. Still hella annoying though. Okay, so I promise you, this list is not full of funny local crackheads or whatever. It just turned out like this. There is one more though, later on. Flip is played by the legendary Bernie Mac, Rest in peace Bernie Mac, he a junkie and he loved basketball and he got the whitest goddamn teeth I ever seen. What kind of crack are you smoking? This nigga smoking fluoride. Flip used to be on the championship basketball team in high school, him and Leon, and some other people too, I'm assuming. Talk about peaking in high school, bro. Damn, this is sad. He keep bringing up the high school shit too all the time? Come on, Flip. Shepard and Kenny Richwood was one baby. Champion, baby. He spends all day hanging out in the park, challenging random strangers to play one-on-one, the kids always picking on him and shit. Typical, funny local crackhead. Also, he's not very good at basketball, like you would think. Ah. He's pretty low on the list, just because he didn't really get much screen time. He's only in a couple scenes before they kill him, for no reason, by the way. That part always felt super forced to me. I think his death would have been more impactful if he was actually in the movie like that. Whenever he is on screen, he steals the show. It's Bernie Mac, of course, right? I'm thinking they already had Marlon Wayans' comedy relief, so maybe that's why they didn't use Flip as much, but he definitely has some funny moments. He a top-tier junkie, for sure. Talk about a loyal-ass homeboy. You barely know this nigga. But he'll kill people for you. He would die for you. He would real life die for you. We need more like him, possibly. Actually, no, we don't. I kill motherfuckers, you know that? But I fucking love you. Bama is played by black all-star Terrence Howard. He meets 50 Cent like an hour into the movie. They meet in jail, in the shower. They become best friends in the shower. You saved my life. I don't know. Looks like you need it 50 Cent got beefed with some Colombians in the movie and they wait till he's showering to try and shank him. With a whole ass knife, it's not even a shank, it's legit a whole knife, with a handle and everything. Where'd you get this from? How did you get this in here? You ass naked right now, where'd you hide this sir? Regardless, Bama has proven he'll go out of his way to help a black man in need. It's beautiful. This nigga is extremely unstable by the way, so that's some points off. Clearly he has some mental issues, but he's a good-ass homeboy all day, I'll give him that. He's even the one who killed Majestic, the final boss of the movie, just so 50 wouldn't have to. You got me fucking he's up. the main one supporting 50-cent music career in the movie, and he's pretty much the one who convinced him to leave the streets and do music full-time. He does convince 50 Cent to go and rob the Colombians, even though they just gave up crime just now. So that's some points off too. I got something else in mind. No, no. And that's when I made the biggest mistake of my life. And he ruins the whole entire robbery basically by being weird. Like nigga this was your plan. You can't even follow your own plan correctly. This nigga need medication. Hey, don't call me a fucking nigga, man. Also, this is unrelated, look how fucking fast this nigga's is going in this wheelchair. He legit keeping up with the car right now. He must be going like 40 miles per hour. That's so dangerous. This is a steep ass hill. Is he in trouble? Do you need some help stopping dog? Is that what you are trying to say? But Terrence Howard, Bama, he a good homeboy. Pretty funny. It's just good to see Terrence Howard be able to play himself for once. I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that you know, Pythagoras was searching for. I was able to I open up right. the flower Chicago is next on the list. Poetic Justice. He a real cool guy at first. Until the woman beating parts, that's not cool. He smacked Regina King right in the face. Niggas dick can't stay hard. Five minutes. You do take steroids. Chicago's played by Joe Torre. He's one of Tupac's co-workers at the post office. They work at the post office and shit, and they gotta deliver some mail to Oakland. It's a long trip, so they decide to bring some yamps and it's a fun adventure. What the fuck is a yam? A young tramp? Now do you mind essay? I really like this word. I've been trying to bring it back. It's not working. I need your help in the comments down below. Chicago stands out to me simply because he's really believable. He's super vain. He only cares about his muscles and brushing this little ass fade. He hating on his friends low key all the time. I definitely had a homeboy exactly like this. He finds out Regina King is cheating on him and his penis not working and some more shit. He goes off the deep end. Starts throwing hands at the ladies. Major major points off for that. Round it's one. Never- uh, it's just funny what happens to him, I guess. He's not really that funny of a character, but he is very memorable. Leave them hoes is probably the most quotable line from the movie. Just his whole swag or aura or whatever is memorable. You could probably dress up as this nigga for Halloween and people would know who you are. Maybe not though. And more points off, cause this nigga kinda races. I don't know what a Buddha head is. It can't be good, I'm sure. What? Put two more Buddha heads on a mail Before me, man. Again? You gotta be waiting so it melt these fucking Mexicans. However, he does put his friend on successfully with Janet Jackson. That's like a million points. She fat Jackson. as shit. Number six, we got the fat nigga from Lean On Me and Juice. So the actor's name is Jermaine Hopkins, I couldn't pick a particular role, just this fat nigga in general. I know it's two different movies, he's still funny in both of them. Just go with it. Where is this nigga bro? What is he up to? I haven't seen this nigga in nothing in like 20 years. Oh nah, this nigga wildin boy, Yo ass trying to get high. It says he got caught trying to buy 200 pounds of weed from an undercover cop. You would do that huh? Classic Jermaine Hopkins. You still ain't learned your lesson. Crime don't pay bro. Nah, it's just some weed, nobody give a fuck. Hopefully all that stuff is sorted out for him. He plays the same character in pretty much everything he's in, but he's good at it. He a lovable, fat homeboy. He always doing hood rat stuff and getting in big trouble, but at the same time, you can still see the innocence and naivety in the characters. He's charming sometimes when he wants to be. He's a good underdog, I like this actor, bro. Shout out to him, man. Look at me, boy! Don't you smoke crack! In both movies, he's getting bullied pretty badly, so you feel sorry for him and you like him a little more. Juice in particular, Tupac is his homeboy, but he's always smacking him around and peer pressuring him. Eventually, it leads to them robbing the liquor store together and then the fat nigga getting shot. What the fuck you want from me? he should do more stuff man now you got your hood movie award sky's the limit jermaine hopkins also he was dupree and the waynes brothers that's probably the main reason i like him honestly they bullied him in there too as well it's pretty funny we're almost at the top five winners let's take a little break real quick what are you eating some trash what is that stop it If you want something fresh and homemade, you should check out my sponsor HelloFresh. They deliver farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and chef-crafted recipes right to your doorstep. All the holidays coming up, so you know HelloFresh is coming with some bomb-ass seasonal recipes that are easy to make and are sure to save you some time and money. It's cheaper than grocery shopping. It's cheaper than doing takeout. And with over 35 weekly recipes, I'm sure you'll find something your whole family will love. I'm not great at grocery shopping. I always forget something or get distracted and buy a bunch of little Debbies. So HelloFresh is perfect for me. They put it all in a box. I don't have to buy a bunch of separate ingredients. I just buy the box, that's fine. If you want to try them out for yourself, go to HelloFresh.com slash Prim65 and use promo code Prim65 for 65% off and free shipping. Again, it's HelloFresh.com slash Prim65. Okay, let's get back to the awards. Thank you, HelloFresh. I didn't expect this kind of performance out of Chris Tucker of all people. I mean, he's a funny side character, addicted to drugs, so I guess we have seen him do that before. He's not just your typical local funny crackhead, though. He's much more than that here. He's the voice of reason a lot of the times. He's the only one to question all of Lawrence Tate's stupid-ass decisions when it comes to their final heist. It's a heist movie. Well, you don't want talking about. We need another man. Make up your goddamn mind. We might well put a motherfucking ad in the paper, then we gonna get everybody. Skip starts off as a high school kid and aspiring pimp. He wanna be a pimp real bad, but he gets drafted, and now he gotta fight some Viet Cong. I ain't fight no white man's war. Shit, them Viet Cong, Chunks, whatever the fuck ain't done shit to me. I don't even know them motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Vietnam messed his head up, naturally, and he turns into a hardcore drug addict once he gets back home. He's such a dynamic character, bro. He goes from a regular kid to a soldier, then to a junkie, and into a hero, kind of. He has a whole story arc where he froze up in Vietnam and didn't help his buddies fight. But by the end of the movie, he unfreezes or something and shoots this innocent security guard. He's a hero. They still end up getting caught because they ignored his advice earlier and he ODs at the end of the movie. It's not funny at all. Sad movie. This man single-handedly converts this dirty-ass neo-Nazi into a halfway decent person with the power of '90s comedy. Who would have thought? Right, boys, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna hate some niggas. That's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna hate some goddamn niggas. Edward Norton is a neo-Nazi in jail. He gets stuck on laundry duty with this hilarious black man, and he still tries his best to be racist. Tori ends up winning him over in the end and they become good friends. He shows so much patience and understanding here for whatever reason. This nigga don't deserve it. He a Nazi. You're a better man than me Tori. He's in jail for stealing a TV by the way. What kind of stupid ass crime is that? He took it out of the store and just ran down the street with it. It's like the heaviest thing you could steal. What's wrong with you? It's a heavy ass 90s TV. I run out, the store owner's running behind me yelling, bam, I run into three cops, alright? <laughs> Police officer grabs my arm the TV falls on his foot and breaks it. They said I threw the TV at the officer. So, six years. He even has Edward Norton's back when all the neo-Nazis turn on him. He ain't that funny though, I gotta admit it. Nothing he said in the whole movie even made me chuckle. But still, he's charming and positive and because of him, is one less neo-Nazi in the world, in the movies. You have been a bad boy, huh? Did you ever let me catch you? I forgive. Oh, right there. Right there. You hitting it? <laughs> What's this nigga name, bro? They never said his name, I don't think. Okay, it's Lamont. Thank you, Lamont. You're all-star, Lamont. Cheddar Bob is by far the funniest character on the list to me. His name is Cheddar Bob. That's fucking funny, bro. That's a funny name. Cheddar Bob is the second white homeboy in the 8 Mile Crew, he a rapper maybe, does this nigga rap bro? He don't do anything, why do y'all hang out with this nigga? Honestly I think Eminem kept him around just to make himself look cooler by comparison. But Cheddar Bob is always supportive and ready to blast on niggas for his friends. He'll even blast on himself for his friends. He supports Eminem, B-Rabbit's music career, and he's his number one fan throughout the movie. Plus he's just funny to me, he don't even be doing nothing. He's got the mind of a child almost, and he's pretty useless to the gang. But they all useless really, so it's fine. Besides getting shot in the leg by himself, he doesn't really have much of a story. He doesn't really evolve or do anything proactive to help the plot. They should've gave him something to do. Maybe he make beats or something. I don't know. No, MC Bob. What? MC Bob? Man, what are you talking about? Is that a good name? What's wrong with Cheddar Bob? Why would you change your name to MC Bob? You don't even rap, bro, and that's terrible. That's a terrible name. You don't deserve this award, bro. But I'm gonna give it to you. Now we can move on. Cameron in this movie is a perfect mixture of comedy sidekick and main bad guy. It feels weird putting him on the list since he's based on a real person, but fuck it. This nigga's a lot of fun to watch. He's the most New York nigga I ever seen on film. Hundred percent. Hey yo, let me get an extra water, dude. When we first see Cameron, he meets money-making Mitch in jail and saves him from getting shanked. Now he pledges loyalty to the crew. He's super loyal for no reason, right off the bat. Me and you with family. I'm not gonna let that shit slide. B. If I hear something going on, I'ma handle it. B. I love you. Be anything. Be let me know, man. That's kind of the exact same situation as Bama, right? These niggas ripped off, paid in full. Wow, that's crazy. I just noticed that. This time is different though. Bama was actually a good friend overall. While Cameron ends up betraying his team and flat out killing his homeboy. So that's very not funny. I gotta take some points off for that. Again, he's not the funniest guy on the list. Cheddar Bob takes that one, but he's pretty high up there. He's got a lot of funny quotables. Hey yo, hey niggas get shot every day, b. What's poppin', ah, comin'? I know it floats A's boat. Hey yo, let me get an extra one, b. Cameron does a great job in the role. I like how he can switch back and forth from fun and lighthearted to sneaky and menacing. Plus, he kills the dad from Snowfall. Kermit is the dad from Snowfall, by the way. Y'all should watch Snowfall. It's a good show. Here, Cameron, take your award. Take your extra water. Get the fuck out of here. It's time for number one. All right, Water. hey Wrong to come here, boy. I'm I'm to that way. Ain't going to come man what can i say i put pookie at the top of the list cuz niggas would get mad if i didn't no but he is the epitome of local funny crackhead when you think of a local funny crackhead you probably think of pookie right off the bat or maybe you had your own local funny crackhead around the way we had one his name was mr earl he wasn't that funny, he was kind of regular. This shit, man, got me man. I be calling me man, be calling me man. Pookie starts off as a scammer or something, running off on the plug and whatnot. Ice-T shoots him and he goes to jail and gets addicted to crack sometime after. Ice-T helps him get clean and he tries to get revenge on Wesley Snipes and all the people that sold him crack before. He wears a wire and tries to snitch on the whole crack operation. He's doing great at first but he relapses and that eventually leads to him getting captured and killed. And his crusty ass lips are iconic at this point, and he has that added bonus of being a pretty tragic character. I know in my review I was roasting this little montage they did in the movie, but I can see how it's effective. It's nice to see a hood movie take a funny crackhead seriously for once. Let me get one. One real. I sure am hungry. Thank you, Pookie, for all you done for us. I guess you didn't do nothing. Thank you everybody for coming to my awards. Thanks for liking and subscribing. Sorry about the clip show. This is definitely a clip show. Hey, I got more Hood Cinema coming for you soon. Check out the videos right here if you haven't already. Shout out to my sponsors. Shout out Mr. Earl. Alright, water.